his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. It's the Chris and Amy show, but Nate Gatter is in for Amy Marks course. I am Chris Ranji. Um, again, we are happy that you're with us on this uh, Wednesday morning. And we go to the Quiver River Electric guest line today. The southern border is a topic of conversation. Well, it feels like kind of always. And there is an issue that needs to be addressed. Um, we have been following along reporting from Telemundo that about 8,000 people, uh, part of a massive group of a migrant caravan that is at the southern border right now. And to talk about that and other issues with us is immigration attorney, the owner and CEO of Lincoln Goldfinch Law. It is Kate Lincoln Goldfinch on the Quiver River Electric guest line. Good morning, Kate. Thank you for being with us. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me on. So what do you know uh, about the situation currently at the border, this this caravan that we've been hearing about, people from Venezuela, Cuba, uh, Central America? What, what do you know about it? Sure. So um, it seems like what's happening right now is, you know, nothing that doesn't occur sort of regularly, where there are situations that happen politically or seasonally, where sometimes we may see higher numbers of migrants between certain ports of entry. And I think it can be, you know, tempting in these moments to think, oh, everything's different. And now the future is going to be different than the past. But the reality is, having done this for 15 years, I can tell you that there are always groups who come from different places for different reasons, and then that settles down, and then something else occurs. So what's happening right now is there appears to be a group of migrants who have been sort of trapped or stuck in Mexico who are making their way to the U.S. border and hoping for their right to seek asylum in the United States. And really what, you know, there's a lot of factors that lead to um, surges or changes in migration. But one of the things that, you know, I talk about a lot is that when we, when we don't have a structured, systematic, orderly, dignified way of processing asylum seekers along the, the southern border, we end up with situations like this because desperate people are left in desperate situations and things like this occur. Whereas if we had a plan in place where people could seek asylum, it would really calm a lot of the chaos and the changes that we see at the border. Kate, I think to your point about how, you know, oftentimes it's tempting to see this as something new or different or scarier, that in reality, it's it's really just an ongoing cycle. It calls to mind kind of the macro conversations about these things because they are ongoing and, and cyclical, as, as you sort of alluded to. So mm-hmm. with that in mind, and, and, you know, Chris and I have talked before about how 
even though a Midwestern city like St. Louis seems relatively isolated from the effects of whatever is going on at the southern border, you still get a lot of people here who have very strong feelings for whatever sure. reason about about whatever's going on at the southern border or whatever they hear about whatever's going on at the southern border. So mm-hmm. in your mind, as someone who deals with this a lot, what, if any, effect does the southern border actually have on your average Midwesterner in the St. Louis area? And, and should they care in the sense of, I have to protect myself from people coming into my country? Yeah, it's such a great question. I'm so glad you asked it, because the answer to that question is very little. I mean, really, the big picture perspective is that everyone in the United States benefits from immigration, that we're in a situation in our country where we need immigrant labor more than ever. We have an aging baby boomer population. We need people to care for our baby boomers, et cetera. And we don't have an immigration system that supports the needs of the economy. So overall, everyone in the United States of America should be interested in in immigration, but from the perspective of how can we improve our legal immigration system to support our needs. Now, when we talk about, you know, the southern border, the reality is it is such a, a, a trigger point for people. It really stirs up fear. And it's frankly used as a political stunt by, you know, politicians, people in power who want to remain in power. I can tell you last week, I, you know, I started to hear about this this border surge that was occurring or so-called surge, I'll say. So I went down to Eagle Pass, uh, which is on the other side of Piedras Negras. And what stuck out to me was that the migrants that I saw had been placed in this field where the media was invited to park themselves, you know, up high on this hill with this perfect view of these migrants. And Border Patrol had their public affairs office there, officer there, and they actually carried out a podium and set it down so that a congressperson could come and give this speech with the migrants behind him. It was just sort of this perfect backdrop for him and the the rhetoric that he was saying. Meanwhile, you know, if you look closely enough, you see that these people, as he's claiming that these migrants are bringing fentanyl into the country, they're being carried out on stretchers because they're passing out and they don't even have water and they're small children in the group. So I think really being um, cautious about not letting some of these news reports, some of these, you know, conservative talking points rile people up and have you believe that immigration equals bad or that migration equals bad. And what I can tell you is these people who are fleeing their countries, you know, I went and spoke to a group of 30 of them a couple of weeks ago, and the vast majority of those people, the people I spoke with had had a child murdered or a spouse murdered. I mean, things that, that most of us don't even ever even have to contemplate in our lives and the things that drive people to be in this situation would really break your heart. So I think shifting our lens from one of um, compassion and understanding and then asking the question, what do we need to do to create a system so that we don't have caravans of people, so that we have an orderly, regular process for asylum seekers to ask for help like we used to, um, instead of this, you know, changing policies every administration every month that leads to more chaos and confusion and groups of migrants coming because they don't have another way to apply for asylum. Uh, Kate Lincoln Goldfinch, immigration attorney, is with us uh, from Texas, is with us on KMOX. If there was a, because again, we, like you're talking, we see the images, we see the footage, we see what's, what appears to be happening down there. 
um, if there was a more orderly method and an easier method that didn't take years and years or whatever it takes for people to uh, to legally get into the country, if that were rectified, are you confident that we wouldn't have the sorts of things that we're talking about or that you're talking about, the images of of people uh, crossing over the border and, and the appearance of that border being overrun? Sure. Great question. You know, I think it's not enough. That is definitely one major pillar. Um, what we also need to hold our leaders accountable to is passing immigration reform that allows for people to come and work in the United States because we have a need for labor on all levels of the skill spectrum, you know, in agriculture, um, in <clears throat> construction, and in the semiconductor industry, right, all levels. And in every area, there are not enough visas. The H-1B visa, only one in seven people got into the lottery. And these are people who are educated, many of them, in the United States with advanced degrees, and they can't even stay here and keep a job. Um, they can't, you know, we have meat packing plants in Iowa with the state laws being passed to allow children to work in these facilities um, and indemnify the companies against injuries against these children because labor is so scarce. So really what we need to do is just recognize that we have a need for labor. We have the, the, the great benefit and gift that there are people who want to come to this country and fill the jobs that we have. And if we say to our congressmen and women, you guys need to get together and pass immigration reform so that there are ways for people who want to come here and work to do so, then that will also have the impact of calming things along the southern border. So all of these things need to happen together. Does anybody have a good plan? (laughs) Another good question. Um, Yes, there are people who have great plans. The problem is the collaboration and working together. And I think, you know, of course, we all see this in every area of Congress. It's not just in immigration, which, of course, is one of the hottest issues. But we can't get our leaders to come together and move things forward that benefit our country. And, 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 you know, meanwhile, we're all suffering. And I think the key is to not listen to the wrong messaging and the wrong rhetoric that says the problem is migration along the southern border. That's not it. The problem is the congressional failure to pass immigration reform. So then is this, uh, I, I, guess, I think the simple answer is that that politics is preventing any real movement on this and that people yes. are just utilizing it for their benefit. What would it, what would it take to get a breakthrough that something substantial can be done so that legitimately everybody's happy? You know, I, I've thought about this a lot and, you know, how to how to break through to people who are afraid and are feeling tribal and maybe worried about change. I think that's one uh, conversation. But realistically, what is going to happen? My guess is that things are going to get so bad in this country economically and within the labor force uh, that we will finally have to act. But it, but the question is, how bad are we going to let it get before we open our eyes to the reality of the situation? Kate Lincoln-Goldfinch, immigration attorney with uh, Lincoln-Goldfinch Law in Texas. We do appreciate your time as always. Thank you for talking with us. Thanks for having me on. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.